Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Maureen, you look surprised that you're here. I've just woken up. And yet she still has applied mascara and lipstick. I just want to point It's called being anyway. professional, Alison. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Before we begin today's podcast, we would like to give a big shout out to our Patreon of this week, Maureen. It's Susan. Susan, all the way from Canada. Thank you very much for being our Patreon. We love you. Thanks, buddy. And also, just a quick reminder that we have our fourth new material coming up, new material night on June 7th. And our guests this time will be the fabulous and funny Rialina and a very good friend of mine that I'm very excited to bring to the podcast, uh, my fellow Canadian, Miss Deborah D. Giovanni. Whoop, whoop. June 7th, 8 p.m. And you can get tickets via a link through Dice on the WTB Facebook page. Great, we're in. Maureen's got her headphones on. Have you had a coffee yet? I have had a coffee. Thank- that was the first thing I did. Thank God. I mean, we couldn't have... We- I'd have to say, let's pause the podcast, Maureen, go and get a coffee, and then let's recontinue the podcast. I've never met an uncaffeinated Maureen. No, you don't want to meet an uncaffeinated Maureen. Um, you wouldn't like her when she's angry. No. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I don't need to be angry for some people not to like me, but that's another story. <laughs> That could apply to any one of us, apart from Alison. There isn't a single person that doesn't like Alison. 
on the planet. No, but we did see Alison slightly angry yesterday. That was uh, that was exciting for both of us. I love that Maureen keeps bringing it up. I love it. So, remember when I yelled at my dog because he was eating wood? Because he was, I was like, God damn it, little shit, stop eating the wood. Stop eating the wood. And then I had to chase him and they were like, whoa. We've never seen you like that. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's getting dark, Shay Allison. You guys, I can fight when it's necessary. Like, I have an angry streak. Like, you know, because think about it, juxtaposition. How nice am I? Now imagine that on the opposite side of the spectrum. You would think that how angry I could get. Imagine that on the opposite. We haven't found it yet, though. <laughs> still, still time, though, isn't there, Maureen? <laughs> anyway, look, listen, if, if we're going to explore anger, we've got to save that to the end of the podcast. Let's keep it light. That's what we're offering. We're offering light irreverence, aren't we? Speaking of irreverent, let's, uh, what, how was our week, everyone? What went down? I geeked. I did, I did, I did. Maureen did her job. I did my in front job. Of people. Okay, tell us all about it. Oh, well, one was my gig in Birmingham, which obviously is, uh, you know, very lovely gig. So I did that with Barbara Nice. Obviously, Barbara Nice is fantastic. So that was a that was a laugh. And then I did Top Secret and I did new material, and some of it actually worked. And who was more surprised than me? So that was actually. That was quite interesting. It was. It was. Uh, you do two gigs at, at Top Secret when when they're busy, and so the one upstairs was. They were lovely, absolutely lovely. It worked really well. And the second one, I did chicken out a bit because it was it was harder work. And then I got got out, and then I got nice feedback as well. So I think you know how sometimes in your brain you don't judge it properly, so you kind of give yourself a bit of a harder time. Then and afterwards you're like, oh, it go a lot better than I think. Oh, I always do that. I project it. There's nothing worse. You come off stage and you go. Oh, God. And in your head, you're like, that was fucking shit. And then someone comes up to you and goes, oh, that was so good. I really enjoyed it. I really, And then you go, well, it was shit, mate. So I don't know what you're talking about. And that thing that they've, that they've just enjoyed, you've just gone, well, you're wrong for enjoying it. Do you know, I used to do that with, I think it might have been you that told me, like promoters would come up and go, that was really good. And go, oh, I don't think it. And I put myself down. And I think it might have been you going, don't say that. Yes, it was me. Because I stood next to you while you were doing it. I stood next to you. And the promoter went, Maureen, that was amazing. And you went, it, was, it wasn't actually. And I'm going to give you all the reasons why. It's like, <laughs> listen, have that conversation with me. Sure. But the person that's paying you, never have that conversation with them. As far as they're concerned, it went great. Thanks. Good. Yeah. How was the show? Good. I used to just go, oh, well, you know, and, and honestly. I messed up that bit. I didn't even get the punchline right. Yeah, and I missed, I missed out that bit. And you're like, <laughs> I've started to deflect. This is what I do. I don't know. This is a good little trick because it changes it instantly. You don't have to get into a conversation. Hey, I really loved your show. Oh, thank you. It's so easy with a great audience. Ah, so yeah. easy with a great audience. I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah. But Alison, that sounds believable from you, but I would sound sarcastic <laughs> from me and Jen, to be honest. Can you imagine Maureen going, hey, thanks. Yes, so easy with a great audience. <laughs> oh, did you not think we were a great audience? Because we really enjoyed it. No, I just said you were a great audience. No, no, but it sounds like you didn't think we were a did great you, audience. Are you, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> Live comedy is good. Go and watch. Please watch it. Like, please. Because... Particularly on the 9th of July when we're at Cambridge Festi Comedy Festival. <laughs> outdoors lovely yeah it'll be so fun let's take a minute i am really looking forward to this because can we point out to everyone this will be the first time that we are what ladies together nice. all together, together. It, leanne too i have never physically 
met Leanne, our producer, that I feel I know inside and out, if I may say that. Whoa. That sounds okay. a little too intense. Well, that was we, intense. We chat yeah. when you guys aren't around. That sounds a bit stalky, to be honest, Alison. But anyway. She, she <laughs> smiled. She's into it. And uh, we, uh, <laughs> she looks scared, to be fair. Shh. <laughs> I'd like to think of that as her excited look. Uh, we are just, I'm excited. I'm excited to be with you all. So yes, let's, let, I want to push that again. Cambridge, July 9th is our first time being together. And we're staying over. Oh my God. We're going to have proper times. I'm going to get drunk and cry and tell you all what I think about you and how I've, you've changed my world for the better. Wait till you see drunk Allison. I'm so excited, Leanne. Please still be my friend. Yeah. You're going to love drunk Allison. She's good times. So what about you two? How was your week? My big excitement this week, I don't know if this is a big excitement, but I made a, a shepherd's pie with cauliflower mash, mm. everyone. Oh, and what is mm. happening? Yeah, yeah. And it was so good. I even I also put cheese on it, too, because I like yeah, it. Yeah, come on, of yeah, course. Yeah. It was, uh, How could you it have a shepherd's dynamite. pie without a bit of cheese on it? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. Some people do that, so they just do the potato. But I was really impressed with the cauliflower mash. I've never done it before. Used my food processor. You know, you know, Alison, whenever I eat at Jen's, I usually sprinkle her and Chloe, always put cheese in whatever I'm eating just to make me eat it. And they hide the vegetables like they do with their children. No. <laughs> I made a vegetarian, um, was it a lasagna or something? But, it, you know, it, was, it had pasta in it and cheese, but uh, full of vegetables. And then what I did was, even though it already had cheese on it, I grated a load of cheese and just covered it so that Maureen <laughs> couldn't see any of the vegetables. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know what? She ate it. And she went, this is lovely. I was like, oh, some vegetables in there, Maureen. You didn't even know. You were eating some peppers and courgettes and things. And she just funneled it in, didn't you, Maureen? It did. It worked. It's a brilliant ploy. I mean, obviously, you can't maintain that. You'll have a coronary to put that much <laughs> cheese over vegetables. Kind of negates what the vegetables are doing. But on the flip side, I didn't have to make you a separate dinner. So it worked for me. Jed, what about your week? Absolutely nothing to report. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. We're going to have to start doing something. I'm going to have to get a hobby or something other than sea swimming. I, you notice I don't even talk to you about that anymore because I I, 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 I picked up the vibes, right? And I realise who I am. I am a twat with a... a no, a... don't say that about yourself. Stop it. Listen, Alison, everybody knows that anybody with a hobby is boring, okay? I don't care what it is oh, you're into. No. Cycling, knitting. Sorry, Maureen, I had to bring that up. Whatever it is that you enjoy is great for you, okay? But not for anyone else. No one else cares. I know that because literally I'm getting a lot of feedback about the. I've got a dry rope, getting a lot of feedback about that. Often is the time I'm walking down to the seafront just to overhear people go wanker. What is a dry rope? I'm What's sorry? a dry rope? I'm with Alison. Okay, so. Oh, I'm a not... dry robe. I thought you said rope. Go on, but say what a dry robe is. Well, a dry robe is a brand of coat that you put on if you're doing swimming or maybe you like kayaking I don't know what you're doing surfing you're outside it's cold okay because you've been in the water you come out you put your dry robe on it's like wearing a waterproof duvet okay so I once it got to about like minus two thought I'm buying one because when I get out my hoodie and my cagoule aren't doing it so I bought myself a dry robe Changed my life. Okay. Absolutely brilliant. I still wear it now. I probably don't even need to. It's not even that cold. Love my dry robe. But everyone's got one. And now people are wearing them as fashion. Okay. And so there's a lot. There's a backlash. There's a backlash of, I think there's even a Facebook page called Dry Robe Wankers. And it's where people 
take photographs of people in Brighton wearing a dry robe, of which I am one, and post it on the, you're a wanker for wearing a dry robe. And then people go, look at this wanker. So I know, I know from experience that there's no point in bringing up your hobbies because ultimately nobody cares. And if once you've got a Facebook page calling you a wanker, you've got to, you've got to wind your neck in, haven't you? Well, I think, I think they're wankers. I think people calling dry robe wanker wearers are wankers. Alison, I love you and I do too. Thank you for saying that. You could set up your own Facebook page. I'm going to start that. Dry robe wankers or wankers or wankers. Yes. Alison. New hobby for I'm you. In. New hobby. I mean, will there be enough space to fit that all in? It doesn't matter. We could, we could abbreviate. P, people, P, W. No, people, let's not do it. P, okay, let's move on. We're dry robe. P, W, D, who hate <laughs> H, people with dry robe. It's a lot. It's going to be a tricky acronym, Alison. <laughs> that's, that's what we call it. <laughs> do you know what? You know what the say about you? Wankers. All right, moving on. All right. <laughs> We've all had an incredible week. Wonderful. And now it's time. Obviously, listen, we can't this, this, we can't go any further without stopping off at Maureen's Corner to find out about to be my body in my bed. I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet, Maureen. <laughs> I meant my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. Makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out a bit, okay? <laughs> well, this is one that I've impressed myself. It happened this week. I sent myself an email from my phone. It didn't turn up, so that's a bit weird. And all week, I hadn't been getting answers to emails like from people that I always answer me back. And I was like, this is a bit weird. That I haven't This email hasn't turned up from my phone. So I looked at my scent and it was in the scent. And then I noticed that all my emails had this little red circle on them. And then I tapped on the red circle and what I had managed to do, and I don't know how I did this because I wouldn't be able to do it if I wanted to, I'd managed to block myself as a spam sender. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had blocked myself. So all it was like, this is a blocked sender. So all the emails I've been sending from my email address, I had blocked because I had blocked myself as a sender of emails. So you had blocked yourself from sending yourself emails? No, from sending anyone emails. How on earth did you do that? <laughs> if only I knew, Jen, if only I knew. When Maureen told us about this story, she went, and if I'd wanted to do it, I wouldn't know how. Why would you want to block yourself from sending an email? You're drunk. You know you're going to make mistakes <laughs> for a couple hours. You can block other people. So you can block other... So like emails coming in from certain people, you can block them. Oh, right. But generally, yeah. it's, you only block people emails coming in. But because I blocked myself, I'd also blocked myself from sending any emails. That's true. I mean, that is, that is such a <laughs> wow. Maureen, when you pitched this to me and you went, I've got one, but I'm not going to tell you about it. But uh, let me tell you, even if I'd wanted to do this, there's nobody wants to block themselves from sending their own emails. <laughs> I know, but obviously, I, I chose my own number and my own contact as a to block. I, well, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Maureen I don't I mean I understand but I don't understand I just I mean it, it... as you can see Jen Jen is just holding her head at this point oh that's exhausting I didn't know how I'd done it but then I had to undo it but obviously it's hard to undo it when you don't know how you did it in the first place yeah I mean I'll definitely go with that sure sure I mean I might need to lie down now because my brain is about to explode <laughs> But don't you think that's quite impressive that I managed to block myself on my own iPhone? I, I mean, Maureen, that skill is unbelievable. <laughs> that is. If you can call it a skill. Arson, but yeah, <laughs> it is sure. a skill. It is a skill. <laughs> I mean, would you know how to block yourself on your iPhone? 
no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Would not. Would not know. Nor do I need to know uh, because I can't imagine a situation where I would want to block myself uh, from sending anything to anyone. I mean, sure, I want to block some people sending stuff to me. Yes. I don't not want to hear from you. Sure. But me, I'm not like, well, I know what, I know who I would need to block <laughs> myself. What? <laughs> well done, Maureen. You, I think you might have uh, excelled yourself this week. <laughs> I, say, I mean, I, I say that almost every week, but uh, it's, it, it gets to a point where you think, come on, she's going to run out of these. Nope. No, no, she's alive and breathing. Yep. No, she just keeps ticking over. Maureen, thank you very much for your Be More Maureen moment, for your service to humanity and for allowing every listener at this moment to go, well, it could be I worse. haven't done that. I could have blocked myself from sending my own emails. Brilliant. Alison, you know what we think about this part of the show, don't you? It's very serious. It's the important part of the show, isn't it? It's the only part of the show that means anything because it's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice, take my advice, cause I ain't using it. No, 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 no. Take my advice, I ain't using it. Woohoo! All right, I cheer for a problem. Yes! Because that's how I feel about problems, everyone. I like them. I'm into them. Share your problems with me. I get a lot out of, like, reading up on this stuff. I, I get a kick out of this. So this week, the problem, where can I go with a problem if I don't want to burden my friends anymore? Mm, mm. I which I thought was very interesting. Number one, I just want to say this right out of the gate. You are not burdening your friends. Uh, if they are true friends, they will be there for you. So right, right away that phrasing, you are not burdening anyone. Do you perhaps want to uh, take your problem to other sources? Okay, I'll accept that. But I will not let anyone say they are burdening a friend because a true friend would never feel burdened. So just on a side note. So what can we do? Well, I, you know, there are some some places to go and I'll get to that. But I thought, okay, well... Sometimes we, we open up to other people because uh, we, we want a better understanding of our own situation. So I thought, first off, let's go into a little bit deeper self-analysis. So let's say you've been talking to people, you've been, you've been, you know, trying to get advice. But I think sometimes we maybe don't take enough time to analyze our own situation that we're in because we're lost in it. We're lost in it emotionally. So what I want to do is just offer a few things. And I'm not saying don't reach out to people, but sometimes analyzing our own situation can give us a better perspective of what we need help reaching out for. So non-emotional, let's get into this. Ways to analyze a situation. First, take a few deep breaths. Don't do anything without full deep breathing, okay? Because your brain is not operating. You need to fully have all the oxygen in there. And then I want you to look at your problem this way. I want you to like, I'm a big journaler. You know I'm going to say write it down. But think about things like this. Take your problem and break it down. And this is to explore. Number one, take responsibility for your problem. Okay, now you might be going, but it's not my fault. So let's just say you take responsibility for your problem however you can take responsibility for it. Write it down that way. Avoid making any assumptions. You want to just go fact-based. Turn your problem into a question. So instead of it just being problem, how do I solve this problem? So how, how would I go about? So you get a clear question in your mind. This was a good one. Think in pictures. 
sometimes people need to diagram problems. So maybe thinking in pictures, drawing things out, sometimes it just gives us more of a chance to really analyze what the hell is going on. Find some mini goals to your problem. So your problem may seem overwhelming. If you break it down into smaller little sections and go, okay, goal, maybe I want to figure out this aspect of the problem. So smaller goals uh, to achieve. Maybe I want to find three alternatives to the outcome. So you just set some tiny little goals for you to expand your thoughts a bit. Another way to do this is Edward De Bono, I'm sure I said that name wrong, but he created a, a great, it's a team-based kind of analytical tool, but I liked it. It's called the Seven Hats. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, you've probably heard of this. It's the different hats you can wear when you're looking at a problem. So the Seven Hats, white, factual, write down all the facts about your problem, all the details. Red, your feelings. How do you feel about this problem when you're wearing the red hat? Write about your feelings. Yellow, opportunities, benefits. What what can come out of this possible problem? Black, what are the problems? What are the risks? Green, what are some new ideas or some new perspectives on this problem? And overall, do not judge yourself while you're writing about this. This is just a little way to help you break down things in your mind, okay? Other things you could do on your own to help you analyze a problem, get books about it. Look, I love a little self-help book that that pertains to a situation. You, You need to realize you're not the only one in this situation, and people have gone through it, many experiences, learn from them. Get a book about it. Movies, watch a movie about the situation. Again, it might just make you feel a different perspective on it. And some people may argue with this, Reddit boards what is it? I always say it, Cura or whatever. Look, I'm not saying the answers are there, but again, you will find people who have maybe experienced things as well that are similar to this situation. Other places you can go to get assistance, obviously, therapy is always a way to go. Maureen actually helped me find a couple of great ones. Uh, Get Your Mind Plan, NHS. I loved that. I went and they asked you a few questions to help you focus in on maybe what is the problem? Where are some groups that you could go to? What What is some help based on that that you can get, which I really loved. Also, the NHS Talking Therapies, this is wonderful. It will help you locate therapists and again, therapists particularly that might be able to help you with that situation and also on financial like kind of, you know, based things. So if you don't have a lot of money, there is option out there to talk to experts. And, uh, you know, you can always uh, write into advice columns is the other thing, everyone, because, you know, some of us like hearing problems and we swear we will never share your problems with anyone and we will look into options and things for you. And Alison, I think the National that Talking Therapies, I think it's free, isn't it? It is. Then they direct you to certain, so some cost, some don't, but there's tons of free yeah, assistance through these things. So there we go, guys. I focused a lot on self-analyzing because if you feel you're burdening others, A, you're not, but also maybe just break it down a bit more in your head. Uh, Give yourself some time and also walk away from the problem now and again, guys. Don't let it completely consume. Taking a day away gives you better perspective sometimes on things. That is all the advice I have for this week. That is great advice, as always, Alison. I agree with your very first point. Often, you know, when you've got sometimes you've got a problem it, it does a, a circle around your brain doesn't it mm-hmm. and then and then you you go oh and you're back to the beginning again aren't you and you so then you phone a friend and go oh because it's still on your mind so that thing but i think those options that you've given help to maybe break that down break that circle and so sometimes we focus on 
the whole thing. The big thing, yes. That's why the idea of little goals, if you go, if I start here, if I do this thing, yeah. That's what I think. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you guys like that. Yeah, because it's it's otherwise it's insurmountable, isn't it? And so then you get get round, you go round and round and on a hamster's wheel, and then you phone your friend. And he, and look, listen, we've all been there. With you love your friend, but sometimes you just like, mate, we did talk about this literally a day ago. That doesn't mean that you don't want to hear from them and that you don't want them to call you when they're upset. Of course, it doesn't. But these things that you've suggested will mean that you as an individual can take some responsibility for some of the things before you go back to your friend and go, listen, I had to think about it. And now it's not just that. It's that's annoying me. Great. We've moved on to something more, more interesting. Because it's gaining other perspectives. That's what's important. And also, if you're only talking to the same circle of lovely, wonderful friends that you need and are great, again, they only have so many perspectives. So it just helps you to gain a, a, a bigger view of the picture sometimes and and maybe other sources yeah yeah so it's great advice and genuinely i do agree with your first point if you are you know if these friends are real friends they you know well that's what you're there for is to listen to people say the same thing over and over again twenty-eight thousand times what is the show called oh yeah i've got it we've been talking bollocks yeah okay is everyone happy with that If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, television, what are we talking about? 
I watched two old old movies. I watched two classics. Well, I don't know. I watched Highlander. I love Highlander. I used to joke that comedian girls were like that. There can only be one. There can only be one on every show. Actually, yeah. that's, a, that's quite good. That is actually true. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. But, you know, they're doing a remake now with Henry Cavill. You love Henry Cavill. He's a good choice, actually, for Highlander, isn't he? Ever since he did The Witchery or whatever it's called. Well, he acts as well as Christopher Lambert. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got sort of one thing going. And that, that, if, if you want a man whose face doesn't move, get Henry involved. He can do it very well. It'd be interesting to see if his Scottish accent is any better than Christopher Lambert. We were we were we were enjoying the Scottish accent. We were also enjoying uh, Sean Connery's Spanish accent, which sounded very Scottish. I love Sean Connery. Sean Connery's Spanish accent. Hi. Yes, I'm Spanish. Hi, I'm Russian. Hi, I'm uh, German. Hi, yes, I'm uh, Irish. Uh, yes, I'm American. But we've allowed it to go on. We've suspended our disbelief. Yeah, he is now Spanish. Yeah. Me and yeah. Jen have this, uh, we were discussing this. If you're a star, you don't really need to change your accent. And Rhett, uh, Clark Gable, when he played Rhett Butler Gone with the Wind, refused to have a southern accent. And actually, when you watch the film, you don't actually notice that he's the only one who hasn't done a southern accent. Everybody else is like that. And then he's like, frankly, my my dear, I don't give a damn. Nobody cares. It's Clark Gable. That's that's a sign of a true star. And the other one I watched, um, which I don't know if you know, but I, I love it. It's a really, I think it's from the early 90s. The Big Easy with uh, Dennis Quaid and Ellen Barkin. Yes, I do. I love that. I love that movie. I haven't seen it for such a long time. It's. Have you seen it, Alison? I have not, but I've heard it so many times. It's one of those classics. I should see it. Honestly, it's fantastic. It's a really great thriller with John Goodman's in it as well. It's either on Amazon or Netflix. I can't remember which one. And it's, it's set in New Orleans. And what I like about it is because normally films in America, either New York or L.A., it's got such a different vibe because it's set in New Orleans and Dennis Quaid is great and Ellen Barkin, they're fantastic in it and it's a great plot and it's really, really, it's fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it for a long time, but I remember I remember enjoying it when I watched it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it. I will guarantee to watch it, Maureen. What about you guys? I, what have I been watching? Listen, I'm still very much into Mayor of Easttown. Oh, the last episode, episode five. Oh, my days. I haven't seen episode six yet. I know it's out. We haven't had a chance to watch it. But episode five was what the flickety fuck. I just think this is one of the best bits of television. And I can't stop talking about how much I love it and how much I love Kate Winslet. And that's that's that. <laughs> also, I'm just going to keep to it. Every week, we'll talk about how much I love it. Mary's town. Okay. And that's all we're going to do. That's the TV. And ne ne next week, I'll be doing the same and the week after. I'm watching The Pact on BBC. It is with Laura Fraser. It's a television uh, drama. Um, I wouldn't call it a thriller, but a drama about five, four, anyway, a bunch of women uh, <laughs> and uh, a guy, uh, basically a guy that they feel that they're responsible for his death. And uh, then they have a pact to agree not to um, go to the police. They think he's died of natural causes, but they are still sort of responsible. Uh, then they find out he's been murdered. Murder. There is murder in the air. Uh, so it ensues who's the murderer. It's going to be one of the women, basically. It's fine. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not brilliant. It is just as you do. I mean, I, I'm watching Mayor of Easttown. Okay, so <laughs> I was going to say it's no Mayor of Easttown. That doesn't. Everything pales in comparison. It, I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching Mayor of Easttown. Okay, and then I'm watching The Pact. I, I just. There's just. I'm like. <laughs> okay, I'm there's no comparison. Is what you're nah. saying. 
But the pact could be really good, everyone. It's just Jen is super in love with Mayor of Easttown, so. Oh, my God. Mayor of Easttown was so good, that episode. Honestly, it was just... I'm I like... know. I saw I saw the twist on bloody Gogglebox shows. I know. I was so annoyed. Oh, I saw an article in the paper about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it in the newspaper? Just that Gogglebox is sometimes ruining shows for people by doing the... Ruining yeah. it. From from episode one to episode five, that is the climatic moment that you are not expecting, okay? And that is the bit they showed on Gogglebox. I am livid on behalf of anybody that might want to watch Mare of Easttown and that they have ruined it. Ruined it! Maureen went, oh, such and such happened. I went, how do you know that? She went, oh, I watched it on Gogglebox. I was like, oh my God! Because for me, that was the bit in episode five where I went, fucking hell! Now, if I'd known that was going to happen, then I'd been watching it going... Oh, I wonder when that bit's going to happen. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. Can television programmes and newspapers stop ruining television shows for us? We don't want spoilers. We don't want spoilers. I don't want you to tell me what's going to happen. Uh, spoiler alert. Don't spoil it. Just don't spoil it. Just don't spoil it. It was gripping watching it, but then you're right. You just but what's like... the point of you watching a clip of episode five? Look, do you know what? There's more than one twist at Mayor of Easttown. Okay, there's there's other shit going on. There's other shit to find out. No one can ruin Mayor of Easttown for anyone, right, Jen? It, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Not unless they get they do a big reveal of episode seven on fucking Gogglebox. <laughs> All I say to you is, right, If you ha- don't watch Gogglebox. If you, don't watch Gogglebox because it will ruin it. If you have watched Gogglebox, all I can say is I'm sorry they ruined that bit, but there's other shit to come. We haven't got the answers to all the questions. There's still shit happening. Strap yourselves in because I think the next two episodes are going to be out of this world. Okay? Yes, you could say there's not much going on in my life. Yes, sure. <laughs> we could all say that. Yes, my, my, my world has got very small. Yeah, of course. Maybe I am saying Mary Town is the best thing I've ever seen in a long time. Sure, maybe that is a reflection on how sad my life is. Okay, fine. But still, <laughs> with all of that in play, that is my recommendation of 2021. And I'm saying that in May, okay? Don't think anything's going to beat it, all right? In December, I'll be touching base with you about that again. Okay, I'll be like, sure. Well, yeah. I stand by it. I stand by it. And even if I've found something I like more... Don't think for a second I'll admit it, because I won't. Okay. <laughs> I know. All right, Alison, what is horror film this week? Well, this week I was so excited because it is new to Netflix, everyone, and it is one of my personal favorites. This movie is The Fourth Kind. Mm, okay. This one is, I love this one, In Nome, Alaska. A psychiatrist videotapes her therapy sessions with clients who claim they've experienced alien abductions. Now, I have a little bit of an alien abduction phobia. I know it's ridiculous, but aliens are like, the idea of it terrifies me. What I love about this movie is there is actual footage from the interviews with the actual psychologist and people, and they put in clips of things that actually happened throughout the movie. So Mila Jovovich plays the um, the psychiatrist in Alaska, and just watching it, the clips that they recreate and then going back and forth, it's just such a, it makes your heart pump. And I think this is a good time to have this out because I, my boyfriend keeps going on about it. I believe the United States is about to release official documents. What is it? May, was it May something or June? 
basically saying UFOs exist. So that is about to come out into the world, everyone. There is no denying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're about to release all this. It's legal. They have to put it out. Actually, Trump made it happen. God forbid. But anyway, so I just feel this movie, I loved it. I loved it so much. It is not scary like blood gore, nothing like that. I I cannot recommend it enough to everyone. So Gnome, Alaska, true story. It's just really interesting, everyone. I can't recommend it enough. The fourth kind, don't look at the uh, Metacritic or the Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Pretty poor. (laughs) I think we've established that with all of my movie selections. Never, (laughs) never go to any sort of reviews. You're just you're trusting your own instincts on these is what you're doing, everyone. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you very much, Alison. I actually once saw Mila Jovovich on the street. Was she as beautiful in real life? This was in 1998, 99, something like that. I was in L.A. I was coming out of a cafe and they walked past me, her. And I think she must have been dating Ed Norton at the time because they were holding hands. <laughs> just in case you're a little bit of... Uh, 20-year-old gossip there for you. Yeah, that's right. They dated. (laughs) I mean, you could Google it, but uh, no need. I've just told you. Anyway, it wasn't interesting, was it? Are we going to leave that in or should we take that out? If we took out everything that we thought was uninteresting, you know what? We would not have a podcast. It would be 11 seconds. (laughs) Everything that comes out of us is interesting. That's the new approach. Alison, thank you for your horror recommendation. We will be culturing it in the corner (laughs) <laughs> right now, because it's Maureen's And now it's going to be Maureen's Cultural Corner uh-huh. I haven't started it, Maureen Hello. I'm, I'm going to start that again <laughs> uh, I'm going to start suggesting places to go Cultural places to go uh, some of us, if you're living, if you're not living in Britain, you can actually probably travel places. Obviously, in Brits, you can't. But this is one to, to perhaps do some research and think about, and perhaps uh, took it, take it as a cultural weekend when we're eventually allowed off this island. I'm going to choose a place which is a, it's a cheap weekend away with a bit of culture and stunning nature on its doorstep, good food and reasonable prices, and it's Innsbruck. It's Austria, obviously, it's Austria. Innsbruck is this great little city. It's a tourist board dream. You've got medieval buildings. You've got pastel-coloured buildings, which are kind of I, symptomatic of Austria's imperial past. And you've got the Nordketa mountain range, which which surround it. It's just, it's it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. What's great is that most of it, you can get round to it in short distance from each other. There's the old town. You can get a card, the Innsbruck card, which is really great value for money because it allows you to get into free to almost anything you want to get into. But also there's this really famous mountain, the Hefelakarspitze mountain, which you can get a cable car up to. And the cable car, the cost of the cable car is almost the same as the Innsbruck card. So you might as well get the Innsbruck card and you travel on that for free. So it's a really, really good value. And there's there's places to go like the Hofkirche, which is the court church, which got the cenotaph to Maximilian I, which is surrounded by 28 larger than life statues. It's really impressive. It's one of the most impressive uh, examples of Renaissance art. And what I love, it's very Austrian. So you've got the cenotaph to Maximilian I, this very uh, famous Austrian empire, but his corpse is 300 miles away in Wiener Neustadt. <laughs> So he's not actually buried there, which is fantastic. That is so Austrian. Uh, you've got the Royal Palace, the Hofburg, which has, and it's kind of very manageable. There's not too much. So it's, it's easy to do in a weekend. You go around the Royal Palace and it's got a lot of artifacts to do with Maria Theresa and uh, Sissi. These are two very famous Austrian empresses. So you can go around to see that. You can go to Schloss Ambros, which is a very eclectic uh, castle, lots of interesting things. And there's also the most famous uh, building in Innsbruck. It's called the Skodene Dach, which is 
translated as the golden roof, but obviously this being Austrian, it's not golden, it's made of bronze. <laughs> Don't ask me why it's called that. But the other thing about Austria, which I love, is like if you go to the old town, which is like Touristville, and you go for a meal, like anywhere else, you'd be paying extra, wouldn't you? Because you're, it's where all the tourists hang out. In Austria, you just pay the normal prices. So you'll get a really decent meal at a decent price. Like even when you go up the mountain, they've got a, a cafe there, which if that was Britain or anywhere else, they'd be paying top dollar. It's just, it's reasonable. Like you don't get ripped off. They also do very good at ice cream, I have to say, in the Tyrol. And it's just a really great place to go. I would advise you if you're going in the summer like I did, get a room with air conditioning. I thought, oh, I don't need air conditioning. Yeah, you do. It's bloody hot. And also, if you want to go around Austria, I would recommend the train. I took a five and a half hour journey from uh, Graz to Innsbruck past Zellamsee, which is stunning. And it cost me about nine euros and I paid about five euros extra to go first class. Uh, if you book, you get these cheap tickets, you book in advance, Sparschina, which you get on the Austrian uh, uh, train line uh, website. They're ridiculously good value. And a great, it, I, I just say Innsbruck, it's great for a bit of culture. You've got great uh, natural scenery. Um, it's great to go out and about and it's easy and it's cheap. So. Um, that's a weekend if you want to plan uh, at some point when we're allowed off the island. Maureen, that was a great suggestion. Uh, when you um, pitched it the other day, I did think, what is the point? We are not allowed to leave the country. But you're right, at some point we will. People need to dream. You're right. This is great, isn't it, to be able to think about making plans. Making plans. And I think that is what keeps us... <sighs> sane <laughs> but also i think somewhere like innsbruck is a place that people don't really know about i agree and look at all the things that you said if you win a couple of days there's loads of stuff to do and you can go in the winter and there's snow and it's beautiful because it's up in the mountains and you can go in the summer and it's beautiful because it's up in the mountains honestly when you walk around the town you've just got these mountains surrounding it it's 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 like a film set it's just glorious maureen thank you very much wonderful suggestion you have nailed your corner <laughs> in a cultural way. <laughs> uh, who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> Jen, I'm excited. You tell me, I've been waiting on kitten heels if I was Maureen. Tell me what has got your goat. Well, I'll tell you what's got my fucking goat. I'll tell you what's got my goat. Firstly... <sighs> Tradespeople, people that are in a trade, okay? Do your job! Firstly, do your job, okay? Do your fucking job. I'm paying you, do your job. Secondly, if I get you in to do a job, don't try and rip me off. That's what I'm going to ask. Don't try and rip me off, because if you try to rip me off, you will unleash something you don't want to witness. <laughs> and that is what happened to a plumber on Saturday. When he came around my house... Now... I'm going to I'm going to set this up because you're going to say, well, Jen, partly this is your fault and I will accept that. I will accept that part of this story is my fault. What happened is we needed to take a couple of radiators off the wall. OK, now, not a difficult job, but not one we could do ourselves because you've got to drain the water. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm not a plumber. That's why I got a plumber in. I don't know about the rest of you. That's what you do. So Saturday, we couldn't get a plumber to come in. It was too short notice. Nobody wants to do this job. It's a shit. It's a, sh it's a really, it's a job that you can't charge too much for. Do you know what I mean? So most plumbers are like, I don't want to do that. Fuck that. So in the end, I call these emergency plumbers, right? Where they come out anytime, but they do it, but they charge with you through the fucking nose. But I thought, you know what? We've got somebody coming to put some wallpaper up on Monday. Radiators have to be down. Okay. So I'll pay it. I thought, I'll suck it up. 
Chloe will be so pleased I've got these off the wall. So, because she's gone away for the weekend with the kids. So I take, <laughs> get this plumber in. He comes in, he, he, he quotes me the price. I'm like, fuck me, that is quite a price you're offering there. And he went, well, you don't have to take it. And I said, well, you're gonna, there's a call out charge for this, isn't there? And he went, mm, yeah. So if you don't do it, you're gonna charge me 70 quid. Is that right? And he went, mm, yeah. I was like, right, well then just do the job, okay? I said, how long do you think it would take? He went, oh God, this job will take no time. I said, it's not gonna take, because you're charging me by the hour. I said, it's not gonna take an hour, is it? He went, oh God, no, this won't take an hour. Anyway, does the job. I go to pay him. I said, right, it's this much, is it? He went, oh. by the way, we've been having a little chit chat at this point. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, you've been live here, around here, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, let me just call the job in. Calls the job in. He goes, ah, we've just gone over an hour. I said, oh, right. Well, that's because we've been talking. So just, just tell him um, that it was an hour, that you took an hour. He went, no, I'm sorry. You're going to have to tell him. I went, what do you mean I'm going to have to tell him? He said, well, it's got nothing to do with me now. I said, well, it has got something to do with you because you are the person doing the job and it's an hour. And he went, no, sorry, you're going to have to speak to the bloke. And I went, I'm going to have to speak to the bloke. I said, fine, I'll speak to the bloke. I get a bill for £468, okay? I phone up, I said, what is this fucking bill, okay? <laughs> and he said, sorry, you, you can't talk to me like that. I said, I am talking to you like that. I said, what is this fucking bill that you have sent me? He said, well, this is the price of the job. I said, no, it's not. I said, um, send me a new bill for an hour and I will pay that. And I hung up. Bloke comes down and he goes, I'm sorry, um, uh, you're going to have to pay the two hours. I went, well, you didn't do two hours. So I'm not paying you two hours. I said, you know you did an hour and you've been chatting to me. I said, this is a racket. You're taking the piss. I'm not paying. Anyway, long story short, he said, well, I'm not leaving until you pay. I said, get out of my fucking house <laughs> or I will kick you out of my house. So he said, he said, well, I can't go till you pay me. I said, fine, well, you can wait outside. So I get him outside, bloke phones me back. He goes, never in my life have I dealt with anyone as rude as you. I said, send me a new bill. I'm, I'm, I'm really cutting this down because obviously I said a lot more abusive things. <laughs> I said, send me a new bill. I said, listen, I don't need you to dissect my personality. I said, you don't want to talk to me. You just said that. Don't talk to me. And I'll tell you how you don't ever need to talk to me again. Send me a new bill for an hour and I'll pay it. We don't need to speak to each other. I women, women like you. I hung up. He calls me back. I'm, 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 I'm just here to tell you that um, you and that basically he's trying to say. I said, listen, send me a new bill. I'll pay the bill, <laughs> and then we're done. Anyway, then he hangs up on me. Fine. Then he calls me back again, and he goes, I've sent you a new bill. And then, by the way. I've never, ever, ever had to deal with a customer like you. I said, that's because you are preying on women and you don't expect them to, to talk to you like this. I said, well, you've picked the wrong woman. I said, now send me a new bill. So he sent me a new bill. I paid it. He fucked off. And that was the end of that. Wow. <laughs> Can I just say, Jen phoned me afterwards and she was spitting. It was hilarious because she was telling me about it. With a bit more passion than uh, than just now, I have edited it down of quite a lot. Yes, and and then we talked we talk about something else, and then she goes, and then another thing, because the guy said apparently the guy the plumber who just tried to rip off went, you've ruined my afternoon. I've ruined your afternoon. <laughs> you think I care? Yeah, yeah. And when he said to me, well, you've ruined my afternoon. I said, this is your afternoon. I said, what do you think you've done to my fucking afternoon? <laughs> anyway, I was so wired, so angry. I don't think I've been that angry. I mean, you like literally I'm playing it like I was really rational. I was mental. OK, I was absolutely like from zero to a million. 
and 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 the guy kept phoning me back and I was like you want <laughs> when I've been telling it I've been going you want me to I wasn't saying it. I was like you want to hear from me again send me another bill <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I was crazy. But the thing that annoyed me is, is that I was like, okay, I know you're bullying me. I know that there is some intimidation tactics being used here. And you know that I'm a woman on my own because Chloe's not there. And they're like, right, we can do this. There's no one else around. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not taking it. I said, basically, I said to him, if you want some money from me, any money, send me a new bill. But if you keep sending me this bill, you'll get no money. And he said, I'll call the bailiffs. I said, good luck. Go and get them. And then I'll tell them exactly what I'm telling you. I said, I will go to court. I said, I will go to prison, but you are not getting money from me. So you do what you want. I said, you want to waste your time and then you get zero money or you can get the money that is already too much money for the job and I'll pay it now. So your choice. The thing that annoyed me that got my goat is that there are men intimidating women for money and it's a fucking racket. And if you, if I ever hear of a man doing that to anyone, to myself or to anyone I know, I will chop your knackers off, I will shove them down your throat, and I will pull them out of your asshole. I am, for the purposes of this podcast, speaking metaphorically, <laughs> but anyone who knows me will know that I am also talking very literally. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Jen. Men that bully women. No, 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 no. Not, not this, not this, Lezer. Not ever. I bet you those guys are still wandering the earth right now being like, that stupid shit. I'm owed 200. I'm at least owed 200. I'm still expecting a shit through my door any day now. <laughs> no, because the guy said right out of the gate, less than an hour. No problem. And they're probably told, you know, because he was chatting to you when he went over the hour. They're probably told to do that. Oh, he was told to do that. And, and I said to him, you know better. And you're, you're working for a company that is doing this to people. And I said, you know better. So this is on your conscience. And he was like, no, 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 this is you. I went, no, 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 you know this is you. Get out of my fucking house. <laughs> anyway, so that's what got my goat. Uh, it's good to have something to get off your chest, isn't it? Get it off your chest. I didn't go to sleep till quarter to three in the morning after that because I was so fucking wired. <laughs> well, anyway, look, I think we've achieved, we've achieved a lot today, haven't we? As always. We have. We've covered a lot of ground on this podcast. We did. We? This one was a good one, I think. I'm, I'm impressed with this one myself. Yeah, sometimes I walk away and I'm like, I don't know. Was that a good one? But this one, I'm like, this might be the best one we've ever done. women talking bollocks thanks so much for listening please do continue to like and subscribe on our acast page wherever you get your podcasts if you enjoyed today's episode leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones particularly mine and we're also on patreon now so we're going to be sharing extra content and we'd love you to join us there join us <laughs> Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.